0: Welcome to the Inner Space Theory with your host Joshua Marino and today's episode is W I R T R R T which means was it really the reason really though so today we're talking about trauma we're talking about trauma that's what we're doing today so going to break down basically what trauma is we're going to go into what different types of trauma um people that are going through trauma you know some of my personal experiences some things that I've gotten from other people and we're going to talk about what what um can resolve it um and uh, pretty much like at the end of the day when you get through your trauma do you go help someone else you know or even within your own trauma do you help someone else like is is it necessary or even a kind thing to do to be within your own trauma and still be helping other people? Do you think you're mentally, physically, and emotionally capable of that? That's the question, and let's get on into it. Trauma, a deeply distressing or disturbing experience Emotional shock following a stressful event or physical shock and sometimes leads to long term neurosis. Hi, everybody. My name is Joshua Marino, host in Inner Space Theory. Welcome to this podcast, episode 10. Yes, in episode 10, we're getting to the double digits and everything like that. Um, but today we're talking about Toronto, obviously. Um, I know it's a, d- it's a pretty deep subject. Um, I mean, for anybody for just any human being i mean you could even look at it from a, an animalistic uh standpoint as well because there's a lot of animals that um indicate trauma has happened to them and you know you can see it within their behaviors and like i told my friend wendell before you can see it with um and in, in slaughterhouses with, with certain cows and pigs and everything like they cry and stuff and because they know what's coming because they kind of can feel it from I wouldn't see that their ancestors or anything like that, but that scared, tortured, alone, facing imminent death feeling has somehow transferred from brain to brain in these animals. So looking at it from that standpoint, um, yeah, humans do the same thing. You know, trauma could be hereditary and stuff like that, Um, but it's, it's uh, far off the topic. But, you know speaking about trauma there are actually three types of trauma we have got acute trauma which results from a single incident chronic trauma is repeated and prolonged such as domestic violence or abuse complex trauma is exposure to varied and multiple traumatic events often of an invasive interpersonal nature all right so talking about acute trauma um i mean that's just like one thing like okay uh (laughs) you're a kid and you got bullied like once and you're like you take the characteristics of that person uh whether it be like physical or like how they acted and then someone that mm, shows a little bit of similarities down the line you might you know still talk to them or something like that but you 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 might be i'd say like a little hesitant because those memories are still in your head you know you know just simple ptsd pretty much you know everybody knows pretty much post-traumatic stress disorder so um that's definitely complex trauma though it's definitely that's not acute trauma that's definitely complex trauma because of the bloodshed the bombs and um how you're being forced to basically go to war for some stuff that you don't even know is going on like you you might not even believe it but you, you know you're in the military and stuff like that so that's for another conversation um And then chronic trauma, you know, that just sounds like, all right, uh, the stereotypical abusive family home, uh, abusive workplace, uh, it just, just berates you, gets you upset constantly. You you just, you're just dealing with a pretty horrible um, setting and that affects you as well. You know, Um, basically, I mean, a lot of people have been through that. A lot of people go through that to this day. Where you know the parents aren't they're just not really parenting right, you know um like I said before um in my guest appearance on another podcast I said that um, there's like two sides of the coin when it comes to raising your children now with all this technology um one, I feel like it's avoidance, you know to to do some serious parenting and being there and teaching them all these social and life lessons and stuff so that way they don't go out into the world and they're just like whoa i don't know how to deal with that and then it's where all this anxiety talk comes from you know because they're just not they just aren't ready and they're not they just can't do it you know um but i mean you, there's a way of getting through it you know so definitely not putting your kids on meds i don't i don't recommend that at all big pharma is trying to take us down man but seriously i don't remember i don't recommend it um but another thing is this, uh, the chronic trauma, like, all right, if your parents are like genuinely just abusive and stuff, um, if they give you like a tablet to kind of just go off and do your thing, then, you know, like a little baby, just, you know, doing their thing and they're distracted. Um, and this is this is just, you know, kind of like a set in the scene kind of thing, you know, on the other side of the coin, because everything has always got different perspectives different viewpoints and different possibilities as well so this one would basically be abusive mother and father mother mother father father whatever um and the child is always given this remote way of parenting like an ipad or phone or anything like that so that way they don't have to like really be in the room while their parents are yelling and take away that remote parenting ideal and they're just witnessing their parents just argue and maybe get physical and everything so they're not distracted they're they're like in it you know so what is the possibility of someone actually benefiting from you know that <laughs> that remote AI kind of taking care of a kid while y'all are just arguing away you know so it's it's you know it's it's all all different possibilities and stuff like that but you know that's just the way it is I guess complex trauma that's I mean like I just said, that's PTSD—that's multiple things. Really, 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 just it could be—you know—all all aspects of trauma: physical, mental, emotional, psychological. You know, and it, it, to me, this is a this is one of those where people break up into personalities. Um, I, for one, can relate because um, there's just things that happen into someone's brain and when you when you when you go through something um typically it's like negative things stand out into a human human human's brain really 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 good like i mean you, you know when you sit when you sit there and think about um basically anything negative that has ever happened in your life you remember that you remember all that negativity, you remember all the yelling, you remember all the screaming, you remember all the fighting and stuff like that. that sticks out into your brain like a really, really sore thumb. The good stuff is kind of just it's bliss you know you just move past it, and there's no reason to think about it because it was a great time you had good you had a good time there's no reason to really you know idealize it and stuff like that and 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 the only time you ever go back to it is when you're like depressed and stuff like that, and you're like, man. I wish that was me again i wish i could go back to that really happy place and stuff so i mean to each their own i guess for when you when you think um when you just think about things just you know yeah try to think about happy things i guess um but you know these are like typical stories basically uh with a lot of this complex trauma. Um and fun fact, if anybody's never known about this, but PTSD used to be called Shell Shock. That was, you know, more uh, World War One, uh I think World War Two. I think they still called it then, World War Two. Um they might have called it something else, I'm not too sure. Um, but that's just when artillery actually started to take off and like people we were all used to gunfire or knives and like stuff like that but then artillery came out and was like really big bullets hitting the ground and like there's just stories of um, military men in in the trenches and um, bombs are going off all around them you know the classic boom and then like you got the first por- you know first person point of view and then they're running around and all you hear is that high pitch ringing in the ear and everything and everything's muffled and all that people actually went through that just saying people actually went through that seeing people in you know these blood soaked um holes in the ground big old puddles like they turned into pools you know and it was raining and dunkirk and stuff like that in other um and Lamont and all that uh so yeah it got really really bad so it's, it's it yeah I could I could totally understand that being a form of like shell shock and stuff like that you know um so for me trauma can just come and go like in in some serious weird ways like okay my personal trauma let me put this one out for you guys it's it's easy it's, just, it's a simple one. it's nothing nothing too too crazy um when I was a kid, uh, I think I think I want to say this kind of like maybe started out abandonment issues. I don't know, maybe like trust issues or something like that. But it's trauma nonetheless because it doesn't leave a good effect on you. Then you know, simple trauma. But I had a little, I had a friend. Um, and I think there was like kindergarten or something like that. But he was like my best friend. Like, I was not a social child at all. Like, if I trusted you enough to talk to you, I really only wanted to talk to you. I didn't want to talk to anybody else. That's just how I did it. I was pretty, pretty just recluse, you know. And I remember, I think he left the school one day. Um, I think he was just like moving or something. And I remember crying because I was just like, my best friend's gone, you know, and I don't know, I took it really personal as a child, I was just like, dude, what the hell, you just left me like that, bro, you didn't even say bye, like, so I just felt like people were fleeting like that, you know, like, people, people come and they go, and then what made matters worse was when I moved, and then I think I seen him move, like, around the corner from me, like, I, I know my best friend, like, I I know what this dude would look like, I don't wear glasses. I have 20, 20 vision. I seen this dude get out of his car. And I don't know why I was in the corner. Like, I really don't know why I was just like, I, I guess I was just walking or something like that. And I know I seen him. I know I seen him. And I looked at him and was like, you know, I said his name. I was like, Hey, Philip. And he looked, he looked. So I was like, bro, that's your name. <laughs> that's your name. That's Philip. That's definitely Philip, bro. And, um, he didn't wave back he just kind of i don't know i felt like he looked weird like looked weirdly at me or whatever and then um he just kind of walked inside and then i don't know again like i said i took it personally i was just like so we're not best friends anymore that's what that is like you're just gonna that's it you live right there now like you forgot who i am and all this other stuff so you know me being a kid i took it really hard um because again it just felt like people were just running away from me and stuff and then they didn't want to be around me so i was like all right cool that's fine and then um that's why i went to a phase of like kind of just being inside and being alone and stuff and just playing video games because i was like well the video game ain't gonna leave me until it breaks so that's reasonable right um i feel like a lot of people do stuff like that um again that's where the remote ai parenting comes in you know because it you know Unless the phone or tablet or a video game spontaneously combusts or like dies or something like that. I mean, it's not going to go anywhere. Like people go, people come and they go. Whether it be literal, like walking out the door and going to the store or death, you know. So it, it's it's a fleeting experience to be a human being. Um, and I mean, that is definitely one of the experiences of being a human being is just, just going going and coming and coming and going and then you finding balance emotionally psychologically spiritually and physically mentally all of that you're always trying to find balance you know and that's just the way it is you know life is just always going to try to balance itself out and i mean you got to realize that that's what you need that's what you want that's what you're striving for is balance and trauma is one of those things that tries to kick you off kilter you know but there's ways of dealing with it there's definite definite ways of dealing with it and I feel like you know people can help people out that's just you know that's just the way it is but uh you know when you're dealing with these types of trauma um the best thing to do is to accept it um because the 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 long basically if you prolong it long enough it it gets you into a cycle that's for sure Uh, I know that pretty pretty well and It's a damaging cycle for yourself if you don't go and just like you know, split personalities. um, You know, and I'm about to get back on that one. But with this one, you know, you don't want it to turn into a cycle because if you don't accept it, you're always denying it. You're always just reverting back to maybe some kind of coping mechanism that makes you forget about it or makes you just I don't know think about it later or something. Um, It'll always come back. It'll always make you cry. It'll always make you depressed or angry or whatever and then you'll do something that may correlate that pain and then make you feel all the same again and then you try to do the coping mechanism and vice versa you just it just keeps going it's a cycle of just pain and trauma and just you being unhappy you know like don't do that like accept it roll with the punches i know it takes a long time for people to accept things you know um typically uh they say that basically if you go through trauma and f- give yourself a month if you don't feel normal again or like yourself again in a month you should be recommended to professional help because that means that it's a very traumatic experience for you and you aren't going to move past it without some help some guidance some uh directing you know um and i got a little bit of that i got a little bit of that and and, then uh to be frank i mean friends aren't really that great when it comes to that you know personally i don't know and maybe other people have really good friends that could do that um but for me my problems or my trauma and stuff that was super super deep to where like i couldn't just talk to you know my buddy and be like yo man i'm dying on the inside um can you do anything about that like can you like sit and listen because when you're talking to your friends and then family whoever you know um they have their own problems and you kind of like just Trauma dumped. What was it called again? It was. Yeah, I think it's called trauma dumping or something like that. I don't know. Uh, people coming up with new phrases and everything every day. Um, I think that's what it's called. And people were like, all, all on social media telling people. Some people were saying not to. Some people were saying, well, if someone's trauma dumping on you, you should just listen. You know, I agree with that side. I totally agree with that side because let's say, I mean, there's humanity within listening. There's a lot. That's that's it's what you're supposed to do. That's why you have ears. You know, and I understand if you're going through something and you can't listen to someone, well, then listen to yourself. Tell yourself that Then tell them that. All right. Don't like just sit there and listen and like not hear them out because they trust you enough to sit there and talk to you about their trauma. And that's not fair. That's definitely not fair that, you know, people can sit there and feel comfortable with you and actually want to talk to you i feel like you should take that as a compliment take that as a compliment run with it take you know like all right well someone trust me that should make you feel a little better you know instead of kind of being selfish about it and be like well i don't feel good either why are you talking to me you make me feel bad it's like no dude like take it easy it's not about you at this moment all right you know and i think um it's called reciprocation because then then you can you know listen to them And they spew out their whole livelihood and so on and so forth and all this other stuff. And then you listen, you go through it. They might cry. They might scream, yell, whatever, you know, and then they'll take a deep breath. They'll be done. okay? they'll finish. Then you can take a deep breath, simmer them down, and then you might open up and be like, hey, well, I have some stuff to talk about, too. Would you be willing to listen or should I wait another day or something like that? Just so y'all can open a dialogue About helping each other And about being there for each other You know And I feel like You know Being a male Toxic masculinity Is gonna kick in But we gotta fight that bro We gotta fight Being able to just Say F it I'm just gonna Hold it in I'm not talking to anybody about it You know I'm not gonna bother anybody about it Because I know everybody feels like They just bother people all the time I for one feel like I bother people all the time So I don't wanna I don't want to bother you, man. Like if it's something super deep like that, something about it's very revealing to my livelihood and how I react to things. And, and it gives you a, a intro perspective about my psyche. I'm going to feel like I'm bothering you, bro, because that's deep, bro. That's deep. That's real deep. That's like really, really deep. So if I get the remotes, the remote sense, just vague sense that you might just kind of be like eh, about what I'm saying, I'm going to stop because my pride is gonna kick in and I'm like no I'm good I'm good so I know a lot of other people feel that same way so that's why a lot of things don't get talked about especially men we really don't do all that talking uh, black men especially we really don't do all that talking um so that kind of needs to change and I don't think it should change rapidly because it's this has been instilled in us for hundreds of years I'm not even gonna say decades bro it's been like hundreds of years men not talking not expressing so and trauma is one of these things you know um i mean that's why i have therapy sessions that's why they have uh you know AA meetings and stuff like that because alcohol alcoholism can be traumatic you know um popping pills that could be traumatic and stuff and and, and more than likely that's your coping mechanism your coping mechanism that basically spiraled out of fucking control sorry for that i had to let that one out but yeah no i mean it's just your coping mechanism going out of control and you don't know how to cope with your coping mechanism at the same time and it, it get like i said it went into a cycle and it gave you more trauma than you expected (sighs) that sucks that really really sucks you know um but that's it for uh just assessing what trauma really is and uh wasn't i supposed to say something else what was i supposed to say I think I was talking about something else. Yeah, it'll probably come back to me. But that's the first part about assessing what trauma is. Um, I hope anybody who's listening, you know, starts to really assess what type of trauma they really have and how they can help themselves or how they can get help. I do recommend finding a professional because it works. You know, when you have that that voice or that person that isn't your friend a very objective way of viewing things and all they're gonna do is just you know kind of write it down and just figure out how to ask you questions on how to dig up you know these deep dark you know embedded quote unquote secrets of your psyche your mind and your mental and stuff but um it helps it helps out a lot because they're not your friend and you don't there's no pride that comes into it and you're like oh well i don't want to look like that in front of them i don't want to be you know all super vulnerable and all this stuff i don't want i don't want them to think that i have all these problems you know and and then that's the thing you know like some people really just don't want to talk about it in front of their friends or talk to their friends about it because they don't want to seem like they're crazy and that sucks because that means you have horrible friends that, that's another thing to think about like dude um if they're not going to accept the bad things that have happened to you and how they affect you now i don't think they're your friend that sounds like a status quo kind of thing you know it sounds like mean girls like oh my god Gladys, like what huh your dad beat your mom oh, abuser you know just all types of stuff that's, that's like one little situation or whatever. but yeah definitely recommend professional help um it's just good to get like that third perspective and non bias That's a very, very, very big thing when you're talking to somebody is the non bias because even when your friend is trying to support you, man, sometimes they're going to keep supporting you and you need to be called out on your BS. You know, sometimes you need to be called out for a lot of things and then that'll help you accept. Like I said before, it's all about acceptance and, um, it takes a while because you have to accept the good and the bad and the good is easier to accept than the bad because the bad will leave you in cycles you know like i said before with the coping mechanisms and everything and then even when you're accepting like you're just gonna be going back and forth like well you know this you know you're blaming other people you're blaming yourself and stuff so it just takes a while to accept all the bad stuff (sighs) but i think we have assessed trauma just quite a bit so yeah talking about getting over trauma and realistically speaking is it possible you know people experience range of all the trauma types but getting professional help is always a suggested offer (laughs) Um, that is always what most people recommend Uh, like i said before a non-biased figure that's going to be objective on everything and, and it's just completely new to the situation and has no reason to take either side or whatever side there is and is not out to like demonize you or anything like that. They're just there to listen. Um it's it's definitely something that'll help people get over a lot. Like I said, I again I recommend it. Um help me out a good bit and it uh brings about a really good understanding of yourself. Uh, basically what you'll look like after, you know, getting that help that you deserve is just a better understanding of yourself, um, a better, I guess you could say, like catching up with the mental timeline. Um, and what I mean by that is how most people, you stress about the past, you know, the, the stress about the past is, you know, nostalgia, you think about, you know, those times where quote, unquote, you were happy, or, you know, those blissful times of being a child and just having so much fun and not having to worry about anything and or you know thinking about the future you're thinking about where you should be where you you know where things went wrong or something like that or you didn't do this and your future should be like this and then you're stressing out because you feel like you don't have enough time because just all of that you know just so to me getting the help that you deserve can help set that mental timeline you know and kind of put it to rest so that way you're not all tearing yourself apart and judging yourself and doing all that. And um, with all that being said, you will become present. You'll become completely present in the present time, in your present body, and so fully aware of what you're going through and how clear you kind of feel with, with, you know, basically you're not obsessing over nostalgia and you're not... Um, worried about the future anymore, being completely present is is a pretty happy feeling because you get to watch yourself grow all in the same time as watching yourself um, get over yourself in a really weird way. And uh, trauma is one of those things that holds a lot of people back. And I'm very, very adamant about it because um, recently I feel like I've gotten over a good bit of my trauma accepting it and everything. And I mean, that's why it's just kind of cool to like share with you guys like you know how to get through it and that it is possible to get through um you know nobody's road is the same it's never the same um and you just got to accept that you know just you gotta again being present with yourself is a very strong strong um point to make so that way you can feel better so that way you can feel like yourself quote-unquote again And, and and another thing you're not the goal to finding happiness or like being over your trauma and through it, you know, just being done with it. The the end result is not thinking about when you used to be happy. And like, that's what you want to go back to. No, like you're supposed to evolve. This is, you know, like the corny little butterfly thing, you know, like the trauma builds the cocoon around you and you feel protected and you know you do these things to kind of make you psych yourself out that you're protected because you think you're protecting yourself when you're really harming yourself, you know, sitting there like I guess you can imagine um, a coco- a cocoon with like knives sticking out, you know that no coffin with the knives in it and stuff like that. So you can imagine a cocoon like that and then eventually the more that you sit there and accept yourself, those razor blades, recede back and then eventually um let's say um the cocoon starts to wrap you in love and and uh self-respect self-diligence discipline in itself too and then all of a sudden you come out to be a butterfly and you look all cute and shit and you're like, whoa, Like I'm a new person and stuff like that, and that, that's the truth you know, like being in the present, you feel like a new person because you just feel like everything around you, you can accept, you can understand you can be around and you know, you don't feel like like I said, you're not being pulled both ways, you're not thinking about the past, you're not thinking about the future anymore you're, you're there you're absolutely there and that's amazing, you know, that's a great thing to feel is when you're completely there, um i guess to get on the the topic of uh technology you know just yeah i mean you you're gonna feel like that guy in that show that's just like everybody's on their phone and then like he just puts his phone down because that's another thing too that is another thing too i mean a lot of people you know people see social media and stuff like that and they get like i guess you could say a little bit traumatized by like you know the pressures of other people's lives and their society you know societal norms and stuff and you think you should be doing this you think you should be doing that which adds to the the already trauma that you have in your head you know so and then that's that I think that's kind of like coincides with the title you know was it really the reason really though you know because you can be mad at something and honestly you might not even be really mad at that It's just it's this the trauma that that has happened to you that makes you mad now. You know, it stems from that. And that's typically how it happens. I mean, you've got these string of trauma, traumatic events that um, will kind of dictate what emotions, negative emotions especially, you're going to lean towards because, you know, it's just going to trigger you. You know, what do they call it nowadays? Gaslighting? Yeah, whatever that means. Um, (laughs) So you just you just try to be present man and um another big question that it popped up in my head uh I forgot to ask that on the last podcast I was on but do you help people with their trauma like you know do you really sit there and you think all right well I'm good uh should I see if anybody else is good you know like do I have the mental capacity to be able to do that um personally I want to help people. I don't know about y'all, but I want to help people. it's kind of why I'm sitting here talking about this. So that way, you know, I can, I don't know, expand upon the dialogue and see if this can, I don't know, help people go through what they're going through, you know? So, I mean, well, professionals do it, right? But, you know, the professionals, they got their certificate and everything like that. But it doesn't hurt to listen. It doesn't hurt to, you know, reciprocate, you know, because reciprocation is, is key, <laughs> with a lot of this stuff um, you just gotta you just gotta get through it and um, alright alright I guess there's somebody in the background or something I don't know I don't know when to egg them on but you know it's all reciprocation at the end of the day It's, it's you know, and being present being that present being that in the moment can help with reciprocation for sure because again you're not clouding your judgment about the past or the present you know, you're just there taking in the energy, giving out the energy, you know, you're just there. And um, I think that's, um, I think that's about it, pretty much. Um, I know there's a lot more about trauma that um, I can get into, um, but more than likely I'll probably have to talk about that with like a, a guest or anything like that. Because, I mean, it's a it's a very broad topic um well not not super super broad but it could be broken up to to specific things and you know going into different discussions or anything like that but if anybody has anything to put into that um i'll definitely make a part two trauma part two um you know was it really the reason really though was it the last time you were mad was it really the reason why you were mad Or was your PTSD kicking in and you were just reacting? Questions to ask yourself, things to ponder. And again, stay present, stay focused, be the best you that you could ever be. All right. You know, your trauma doesn't define you. It only just gives you pretty much the stepping stones to who you will really be, you know, so meditate praying say your mantras you know i guess i don't know if you're in a cult or something like that i guess if you you know i don't I don't know if you gotta like sacrifice an animal or something like that you know whatever brings you peace whatever you gotta do to do it you know just get it done all right um that's about it for me but other than that thank you guys